This is old school comics. We're going to talk about some timely comics today. So here we go. back everybody we got uh we got our man james it's like the the dynamic deal is back in town you know batman yeah. i had the old robin what's up man not much man i'm good it's uh, good to have you back yeah we had fun with nico last week um yeah a little change of pace he's a little more uh a little replaced <laughs> but we had a little we had a good conversation about a lot of things i'm glad you're back though and tonight we're here with uh mike who on instagram is at knights of old and he's down cool. there um good friend of mine who very astute collector of all sorts of stuff um and especially timely comics so mike awesome to have you here man thanks for coming on the show thank you it's nice to have a intro about myself that's pretty awesome Let's, yeah, uh, so without going too, too down the rabbit hole though you collect uh, japanese toys and manga and you have silver age comics and you collect random stuff but I, would i be correct in saying that timely comics is like your favorite of the comics and collectible, right? Yeah, if there's something that I'd say uh, would be the last to go or, you know, I feel is the most sacred of the grails or whatever, yeah. uh, it would absolutely be the Timelys, you know. Uh, save the Timelys! You know, you dive back in the house for that, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, so this is old school comics. I like to talk about Golden Age mostly and some Silver Age. We did Bronze Horror. That was pretty fun. And uh, we have to do a show on timely comics, and the only problem is I don't own any. So I I own one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let me uh, hold on. Let me. Uh, I'll show the camera. Oh, you got, yeah, if you got one, you gotta go get it. Yeah, dude. I go get it. Let me go get it. All right. You need at least one. Well, you know, I had I used to own one, and it was um, a Young Allies, but it was like Young Allies thirteen or nine or something. It was like a non-war. But it was a Schomburg cover, but it had like creatures on it. It was like a horror one. But, uh, yeah, you know, there are some timelies I would like, but then I see the prices and the way I'm valuing them as like a dark GA collector is not the same as timely collectors. And they are much more interested in getting these books than I am. I can get other dark books, but there's only like one Marvel Mystery 5 or whatever that's coming up for sale. So I usually get outbid. I did. I've probably bid on hundreds of timelies and never won a pick one. <laughs> oh, you're trying then. You're trying. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I put bids in and then I'm like, well, I don't want to pay that much for it. So I you're keeping the value up. Yeah. I, I get the bids up. <laughs> I uh I had to go in the vault real quick, which is not anything like a vault, but it's okay. I uh I I've showed this to DS a couple times. So I've got the uh Elwin oh, yeah. pedigree of the Marvel Ooh. Mystery Comics forty five. Now it is only a, a poultry one five. It's got some spine split and you know reattached with tape, taping an interior cover, but you know, it's got the Elden signature obviously on it. And then That's cool. uh it's got one of the few covers that has the uh, the you know with Red Skull on the actual cover. So yeah, I think that might be the only Marvel mystery with Red Skull on the cover. Yeah, so that's my little uh, that's my little jam. Uh, yeah, that's a dope book, and yeah, it's a one five, but it's a pedigree copy, and it looks awesome. It's complete. It's not restored. It's just split, and that limits the grade. But that is a real good looking copy. That's and it's, and the crazy part for being a one five is that it's got off white pages on it. <laughs> 
So, I mean, right? I mean, it can't be bad. I mean, yeah, that's I pretty cool. And I, it feels good in your hands. You look at it and you're like, yes, hell yeah. This is honestly, as, as I always say, I've had a lot of books. I mean, I'm not in the stratosphere of big boy books yet, like 5,000, 7,000, like crazy numbers. Um, I've had like Batman 121s and Aquaman ones and like, so like Silver Age goodness, but I've kind of let all those go, but that might be the only book that I might actually like, that's, you talk about get, running out of fire. It's that one probably. <laughs> <laughs> right? Awesome. Yeah. 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 So before we get started on the timely train, um, mm -hmm. I was going to show a couple, some new pickups. I've got two books that I've got. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I'll show up my box, two new pickups. These are both from the same dealer. Um, interesting. Did you enough. did you go to a show or did you like buy them at a store? No, it's a. I bought them through a or dealer who lists all. He double lists everything on his own website and on eBay. So okay. I always see stuff on eBay and then I'm like, oh, who's that seller? Mm -hmm. And this time it was him. And I bought one, and then the next day he listed another one, and I didn't know he had it. So I looked at it. and I was like, oh, well, I'll buy that one too. And then I contacted them and he sent them both together, even though they were separate purchases, but they're like back to back. So they came in the same box. So that was awesome. Um, so the first one here is a pretty rare PCH book. It's not the greatest PCH book ever, but I think there's like 16 on the census. Um, and it's challenge of the unknown number six. It's the only yes. issue. I love but it. A pretty yeah, tough so. book. It's got a decapitated head down here in the box. It's got a shrunken head up here. <laughs> and, uh, a couple zombies busting into the crypt. And uh, yeah, 1950. The trade dress makes it look older or newer, like it's from the 70s or something. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. And then they put this blue box, this blue text box, is covering two shrunken heads hanging on the wall. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. But um, yeah, six zero off white to white. Uh, how do you know it's only two behind there? Well, there could be more, but <laughs> you can see the top of the one and then the bottom of the other one. Hmm. So I guess they had to put that somewhere, and that was the only place. So uh, whatever. I think there's like 16 on the census, and uh, there's like four or five higher than this. So yeah, I love that book. There's so much going on in that cover. The, like, why is he taking the head? Oh, he's pressed. Like, what the hell? Did they find this place? Like, oh, man, it's awesome. I love that. And those guys, the way they're drawn coming down, I mean, yeah. something about that seems kind of like what you're saying, like a little bit more modern than uh, – your typical yeah, image. yeah, it's a it's a cool, unique PCH book, and it kind of reminds me. I watch a lot of like nineteen fifties horror movies, and they always have the young girl and the guy. She's they're usually engaged, right? <laughs> yeah. And they always find something freaky, and they have to go get advice. So she's like, "Well, let's go ask the professor." So I'm sure in this story, there's an older professor guy <laughs> that they go see, and then yeah, you know, it's one of those. So yeah, it's a cool book. Um, pretty rare. It's just a PCH book you don't ever see. And then the one I was really fired up to get, this is awesome book. This is a Fox book from 1941. Uh, and there's only, I think maybe 15 or 16 of this on the census. And there's only three higher graded, which is kind of amazing. Um, but it's flame. Oh yeah. That's awesome. And the colors on this are just amazing. Uh, and it's only a three Oh, um, and it has what cover and centerfold reattached with tape, Rio creamed off white, only three higher graded, but the colors on this, I mean, look at the reds, that purple monster about to pull the lever, I guess, and put this whatever thing over her. She's tied to this <laughs> wheel. Even the white box, the all stories box up on the top, the bottom left there. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's cool. And then bottom, Zanzibar, Voodoo Man, and Captain Savage. Yeah. Uh, I got Flame busting in. It even says something about him throwing a fireball somewhere. Oh, yeah. The instant before the monster could pull the switch, the flame hurled the fiery, fiery ball. Nice. So, yeah, this is a really good-looking copy of a rare book, and it's awesome. So, yeah, I'm really happy to get that. It wasn't cheap, but I think it was worth it. Yeah. Early box book. It's tough to find. So, yeah, and there's a Kuba ad on the back. That's cool. I like that. So, yeah, I was pretty happy to get those two books. We're impulse buys, but the Fox book, I'm always looking for cool Fox books. I only have a couple at this point, but I've been trying to pick some up. I uh, I am uh, my nemesis, Nico, aka El Cheapo. I am El Cheapo of the Golden Age. Uh, <laughs> Golden Age. Uh, I went with uh, so I got these all. At, so I went down to see Nico at this Ohio show that we go to. Um, lovely ladies who have like a huge Golden Age collection. They're really nice. Her, uh, you know, her husband died like a couple years ago. I don't even know. What they, she says she has um, like a uh, a locker full of this stuff. Um, but again, I don't know what it's in there and stuff like that. She just brings extra boxes. It's never sorted. It's just kind of like, here it is. And so, um, so I, I picked up this little chambers of chills. Um, oh, yeah, it's not, it's not 19. Uh, I got it for a poultry $60. Um, uh, so again, I didn't, you know, at 60 bucks, you don't page count it or 70 bucks. You don't page count it. You don't do, I mean, like it is what it is. Right. You know, everybody knows. Yeah. That's uh, not. Top five from that run. I'm a big Chamber Chills fan. That's one. That's number what 24, right? Yep, yep 24. Yep. Yeah, that's that's top five cover. Lee Elias. Uh, I, I mean, it's not it's not 19, but it's still it's still dope. Well, there's 19, and then there's 23, and then yep. right after that is this one, and probably 18 is the barbershop cover. That one's yep. pretty dope. And uh, yeah, so that's right up there, man. That's a good one. And then uh, we were kind of talking pre-show uh, about this one. Uh, it's not number two, but Gangsters Can't Win from um, DS Publications, obviously. It's got a skull on it. You know, I paid it. You know, I, I'll tell everybody what I paid. I don't care. I'm never going to probably sell half this stuff anyways. Pay like 100 bucks for it, 110 bucks for it. I mean, it's it's in, it's in decent shape. I mean, so uh, that one. And then um, put this up do some stuff. Uh, Nico did a nice trade. I, I sold him a variant for three bucks, and he gave me a Speed Comics. So Speed Comics always good. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So he's a he's a good he's a good friend. So he's um, a, uh is he the like lawyer guy? Yeah, he's a lawyer dude. Yeah, he's he's really funny. I was watching you guys. Yeah. I think Monday nights. Yeah. I think. I yeah, he's the guy from this channel that I ever talked to. Um, was him, and I think. He commented on one of my videos or something we've, we've talked on Instagram before we really knew each other. Um, so I've technically known him for years, but I didn't really know him, know him like that. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a collector of everything. Uh, he's a very intellectual buyer when it comes to stuff. Um, he just, he just picked up a best comics. Number one that, uh, Anna love posted. Uh, he got it for like really, a really good deal. Uh, it's pretty beat though, but, uh, the one that creeped him out the most was uh, I bought a Catholic Comics number six, <laughs> right? So I mean, what, I got uh, for, what year is that? Uh, I want to say DS was it fifties? You think? I don't know. It could be a, the. It's probably between forty five and fifty two. It's it's after uh, the war, I'm sure, and it's probably forty. Uh, no images available. Forty six. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the early one for a Catholic comics because the, cool. the bulk of the Catholic stuff was basically tied in with anti-communist stuff was Correct. at the beginning of the Cold Wars when those things really started coming out. Yeah, so this is uh, volume one. There's three volumes. Uh, volume one, number six. I, you know, I bought it for a poultry. I think I gave him, like I think I got them for like twenty five instead of thirty five. I mean, approved reading. Yeah, approved reading. The 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 all the innuendos. We won't go down that whole <laughs> whole rabbit hole. But uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. And then last but not least, uh, one of the cooler ones that I, I'm I'm happy that I finally. Uh, that DS approved on one of my Golden Age books that he actually liked it was a uh, little yeah. Dial Man action. Oh, yeah. So, Dial Man number 38. It's tape on the spine. The guy gave me like 20% off, which is ridiculous still. But you got the wizard, you got Dial Man, and you got a little bondage action on the bottom. So, I mean, right? So, yeah, it's a cool book. Is yeah, I mean, carrying like a log. What is going on there? I think she's in a ring of fire or something. Yeah, okay. so she's in she's in a ring of fire on logs, and then he has a, a log. It looks like, <laughs> and he's trying to. I mean, he, I mean, he's got a knife, man. He bring a he bring a log to a knife fight. It's not <laughs> it's not really working here. But I mean, I just it's cool, you know. I guess that's a cross on his on his crown or whatever that is or turban. Looks like she's on a cross too, kind of. Yeah, it kind of looks like a cross yeah. too, like a, yeah, on the back. Yeah, yep. it's kind of yeah. So no, I thought it was cool. I that's mean, cool. Yeah. Hey, any golden age that's remotely, I don't know, got like bondage or like just some kind of interesting thing that sparked yeah. conversation. If it's under hundred bucks, I mean, I feel like that's totally worth it. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I do. I I kind of kind of peruse the old uh, the old interwebs for cheap golden age stuff. You know, I mean. As you can see, it's, it's I, I don't know, would you call it very eclectic, my golden age? You know, I, I got timely, I got this, I got that. I mean, yeah, yeah it's eclectic. Uh, but yeah, any golden age that's cool for under yeah. 100 bucks is like an automatic buy. Yeah. My wife was like, just buy it. She don't, I mean, it's, it's getting bad now. She's like, just buy it. Who cares? So, yeah, good stuff. Thanks, man. Thanks. I did get a, can I show that like, yeah, sure. like a PC, uh, like a beware of your, eBay oh. purchase it. I could show oh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Not Golden Age, but uh, I was showing DS. And yeah. actually, I hadn't seen this sticker or what the postman did with this. So I was waiting for this book. And uh, it was one of those things where you're like, um, where's the tracking? They don't want to put the tracking. I don't want to be that guy that's like, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. did you send it yet? What's going yeah. on? You know, yeah. like five seconds after you win the thing, you know? <laughs> so I gave them you know, time and I was like, ah, whatever, it'll get here. And, uh, and that's one thing I think I didn't learn. Like I've learned the most about patience being a golden age collector. I'll tell you yeah. that much. But, um, so then I knew it was coming today. It was like one of those things where like all of a sudden it was like, it's coming tomorrow. Uh, when you hadn't even seen any tracking the whole mm -hmm. time, which is always weird. But, uh, I saw the postman come up. And then he lays down like three boxes on the lawn. Mm. And I'm like, what the hell? And then he starts taking pictures of them. So I was like, oh, okay. But I, he was taking pictures of, because one of them <laughs> looked like this. Oh, boy. Yeah, the whole corner's torn off. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's got this sticker, which i never seen before, but. I think that's kind of cool because it's kind of like they're they're telling you how they saw it, correct? You know? 
yeah which which i think is pretty neat so they said received unsealed and received damaged and then yeah. you know i don't know how he could know that it's got everything in the inside but there was right. definitely something on the inside but uh thankfully you know it was okay it's not golden age but uh i bought this, this nice. nine, nine six right yeah yeah Maybe. i love that book yeah so it's interesting he didn't double box it so i'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm a slab dude i've sipped millions of slabs i would say not millions but a lot of slabs in my lifetime and i can't believe he didn't double box it yeah Which, you could tell it's a you know a noob or whatever or someone yeah. I don't know. Some dude hit me up on eBay and told me, "Can you, if you believe this?" So I've shipped a double box for the last since 2011, right? So 10 years. This guy hits me up and goes, "You should run, read about how if you ship it in a double box and you don't put a little bubble wrap in it, like you use a double box method. So if it if it can, it can move around a little bit, you know, and it won't take it like a blunt hit. You know, it has some room if it gets crushed on one side to slide up and down." He goes. Well, it can just move around, and the, the book can can wiggle around, and it won't be a true nine eight. I'm like, dude, you got that book for super cheap. It should have been a, you know, as I was like, return it, definitely return it back to me. I'll definitely relist it for, you know. Well, yeah, look, there's slab books can move inside slabs if they're, yeah. you know, really handled roughly. But right. I feel like it could happen in the mail. I mean, it's a risk you take when you send books in the mail. But yeah, that sticker, I've received that sticker before. But I'll tell you, on this case, I call bullshit on that because that guy didn't bring it to the post office, tore up like that. I guarantee it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it got torn after he dropped off the post office yes. because they put that sticker on everything that's damaged. And they're always like, not our fault. We got it like this. I guarantee they didn't get it like that. Yeah. No, nobody's <laughs> – and, 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 dude, they always make you seal stuff. Trust me. I go there and I see – the amount of stuff yeah. I'm into the post office, they're like, you got to seal it. And they give you, like, the little white tape that's, you know, not the greatest tape. But they're like, here you go. Here's some extra tape so you can seal it in. And it's like, oh, man. But I'll tell you what. That a lot of people awesome drop their stuff off now, right? They drop yeah. it off. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I just on, yeah, I just go on it. Like at my USPS, they have like a blue table, and you just set it there and walk away. And you know, if it's a big dollar book, I usually don't set it if it's a yeah, big dollar I book. Do that. I, I just get the scan just so I know. So. I usually drop them off, but if it's a big dollar book, I get them to scan and get the receipt. Yeah. But I stopped using um, the priority mailers because they're not corrugated; they're really cheap cardboard. So I go, I go to Uline. Yeah. Um, uline.com and i order shipping supplies i mean it's not feasible if you don't do a lot of shipping to buy that stuff but no. on uline you can buy boxes of different types mm -hmm. of very specific like customized sizes like down to the quarter inch on each mm -hmm. dimension it's insane so i've got boxes that i order that are specifically sized by me to fit a slab wrapped in bubble wrap and it fits perfectly and they're corrugated and they're rock solid and they're good i don't use those uh I use it. Yeah, I use the USPS. I use a 1092, 1095. And the 1092, I, I it fits the comic perfectly. I just bubble wrap it. It doesn't move in that box. And then a 1095 is just a slightly longer version where I can yeah. get, you know, no big deal. I'm yeah, never, never really I usually use registered mail if I'm doing something over like 1K. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, you get the, it takes forever to make those packages, but. Yeah. Well, you know, like, you're not going to get that screwed up, although I've heard of recently some stuff happening. But yeah, you've got to use special tape. 
Yeah. Yeah. One of my one of my friends is a is a post office. It's uh, Z's Z's brother, and like register mails, like the same thing. Like next day, it's like it's like they don't even like the USPS. No, they don't even mess with. They're like it needs to go there to there, and it's you know, it's like the only problem with that is several times I like wasn't home or I don't I don't remember why, but I had to go to the post office to get it, mm -hmm. and they're just like taken nine years and they're just like i we don't see it anywhere and it's like oh, come on but they like put it in like the safe inside the locked room yeah, blah yeah. blah blah yeah. so like <laughs> they got it there but sometimes yeah people aren't used to dealing with that so it can take forever sometimes for them yeah. to find it i usually tell them like it's probably in your safe so i usually tell people so they're like oh <laughs> they, they think it's just like regular mail they're like oh and i'm like yeah it's probably in your safe it's worth a lot of money um, I, that, uh, I don't know what the hell i was doing because well for me i consider what was that 1986 yeah that's like modern to me <laughs> yeah yeah but uh i don't know why i was but i was like Signature, I don't know what the hell. I usually don't buy, I haven't actually bought too many comics in a while, but uh, I also picked up this one as a signed uh, single. Electra? Yeah, yeah, think of it's Electra. Yeah, I got you. Think of it's Electra Assassin. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I just thought the signature looked pretty cool. It's kind of like she's almost like carrying a sword or something, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Dope. anyhow, it's cheap. Yeah. Maybe it's fake. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about um, some timely books. Oh, um, all right. Before we start showing the books, I'm just going to give a little preview, and then I'm going to hand it over to you, Mike. But um, from what I understand for timelies, what we're looking for is like World War II covers, Schomburg covers, mm -hmm. and then I don't know about like condition or specific issues, but I always think of them as like the blue chips of golden age books. I mean, you have your Batman stuff, your tech comics, your action comics, and then your timelies. There's like the three categories of like blue chip golden age books. Um, so you're, you're well-versed in timelies. So maybe Dino could put you on the big screen. Yeah. Got you. Just, just talk about timelies and show us some cool books. And then I might ask some questions and uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I, I'll start with uh, one of my first ones and then I'll just kind of talk about maybe uh, like when I got into them. So yeah, uh, around, let's see, you know, I've been collecting comics, you know, some of my first comics were like G.I. Joe 21, um, Secret Wars 1, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that kind of time period, early 80s. Uh, and I've been, you know, buying them since then. You know, there were times, you know, when I'm in like college or whatever, like yeah. where, where I don't buy stuff. But um I think around the early 90s, and I'm not sure when the Gerber books came out, but I had them somewhere in the 90s, and that really opened my eyes to, like, I was like, whole, like, I just had no idea. Like, I'd seen them, so I, I grew up all over the U.S., but um, I remember seeing a lot of Golden Age uh in the San Diego Comic Con, because I was going, I went to that every summer uh, from 86 to like 91. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was cool. My yeah. dad is awesome. Like, he knew I love comics. And, you know, I didn't know what the hell a Comic Con was. I was like 12 or whatever. But, like, he's like, yeah, there's this thing. You might like it. Uh, so, yeah, there's a line. Okay, see you later. <laughs> you know, he just dropped me off. But um, 
I was like, okay. And then I was just like, holy, sh you know, yeah. like it wasn't nearly as big as it, it is now, but uh, it was just amazing. But I remembered seeing throughout those times, Golden Age all over that show. Like, and like, I remember seeing tables just filled with the Marvel mysteries with all the like red and red orange covers. And I remember kind of being like, oh, what is this thing? And like, and you know, they'd be like, don't lean on that or whatever, <laughs> you know, like I could tell like it was very important to uh, some of these old dealer guys, uh, but I didn't really know what they were, but there was certainly a presence at, at the San Diego con. And then, uh, you know, as I started to learn more and more about comics and back issues and all that, uh, I didn't really care much because, you know, they weren't in the story. I was very much a Marvel comic reader and uh, Stanley was always like, blah, 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 this happened in Avengers 4 or whatever. You know, he'd always get you to like go back mm -hmm. in the catalog and I thought that was brilliant uh, marketing, you know, even for back. You mean like in the comics, right? When they're like, you can find this story in Avengers 4. Yeah. Boxes in the, in the text. In the yeah. Back. Yeah. I love that. I mean, without that, I certainly wouldn't have, you know, I mean, it did take me a little bit. I actually went to comic con uh, stores after the con, but, uh, you know, it was just Golden Age comics were never in those little blurbs. Like, it was kind of like, ah, this didn't, it was just some old thing and it didn't really happen and blah, blah. But, um, then fast forward, you know, in the 90s, I got those Gerbers and I started to really love Schomburg. And I hadn't really had him on my, no one talked about Schomburg. Yeah, know, was reading comics in like the 90s, like Spawn or whatever. Like <laughs> no one mentioned, even yeah. mentions the word Schomburg. So, uh, you know, it was kind of just came out of right field. But I was like, you know, I always kind of like Captain America and, uh, there was like, whoa, holy crap, like that's cap with a like machine gun. What the hell's going on here? Like, that's pretty awesome. And like I was uh in art school studying art, and uh so I understood a thing or two or whatever, and uh I was like, Oh wow, they like these are like not only cool like subjects, but also like master drawings, you know, like Schomburg's uh compositions and the way he can use like this circular element to like draw you around the cover till you like just keep looking till you're like forever, you know, because there's so much stuff in there is, is brilliant. And all the colors and wacky colors are like, you know, purple tanks or whatever. It's all like, it's all plan this guy's head. But, um, you know, I started really getting into it. And then, but, you know, I was broke at that point. Um, and then uh, I eventually started getting some cash and I started going to cons again, maybe like, I don't, you know, I don't exactly remember when, but it was like around when the ultimates came out because mm -hmm. of my friend, my buddies were like, Oh, you like comics. And I was like, yeah, modern comic. You know, I don't, I like old comics. Yeah. And, you, and, uh, you know, I kept most of my comics and I had a bunch of silver age comic keys and stuff from back then. But, um, was like read this, and so I got into the, like the ultimates and all this, and then so I started to go to some cons again, and then uh, I was like looking at these golden aids, and I was like, holy shit! Like there it is. Yeah. There's all select yeah. one. There's USA set. Like those are those books in that book, and I'm like, how much is it? And I'm like, whoa, okay, that's a lot of money, and uh, 
I was like, can I see that? And he's like, all right, be careful. And, you know, they were like, let me flip through like an all select one. And this was uh, in Chicago Wizard World, probably yeah. I'd say in the two, well, whenever like Ultimates came out, I don't know, I'd say early 2000s maybe, or like, no, late, late thousands. I don't know. But um, we, uh, but he started, the more and more I like talked to the guy, he just described all this, like, you got to buy from me because, you know, he just made me aware of all these restoration and like paper, you know, all this yeah. stuff where like, it's a golden age. I mean, that's a lot of stuff that I had never really thought about, you know, and uh, it was kind of just like overload. And I kind of walked away like, uh, you know, like I could buy this, but that's a lot of money and like that's just very iffy and like mm -hmm. i don't know like i i need i need clearly need to go do a bunch of research and then come back like next year or whatever and uh so then i like bought some i don't know original art or something like that was easier to, to deal with and then uh i didn't really think about it until cgc came out and then i was like Oh, they figured it all out for me. Like, I don't need to worry about all this like, yeah. preparation. And, you know, and then I got into like the CGC boards and all this. And that's when I started super like getting in timelies. Uh, and I'll show you one of the first <clears throat> ones I picked up. Uh, this one from the, uh, I think it was a heritage auction. One of, yeah, this was my first timely book. Oh, wow. That's a pretty good for a first one. Yeah, yeah right. I got it. You know, I went for something that I really liked. I, I like, I'm a big fan of Namor and, uh, you know, I like the Human Torch too and World War, I'm a World War II kind of buff. And uh, I feel like that's a great Namor head. He's got that kind of like, ugh, this stupid, this stupid humans with the, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, is that the Namor subway tunnel? tunnel? Yep. It's like, well, it's a tunnel that they built to... Wow go it's not what is it twenty five thousand feet under hmm. yeah pouring through the ocean tunnel came the nazi hordes oh so they built a tunnel under the ocean yeah and wow. it's kind of like there's a i think it's number 36 marvel there there's like a um cut out yeah 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 i almost feel like it's maybe it's that tunnel in that book you know <laughs> hmm. but yeah that was my first and you know, I think it was like, what was it? So it was a two five, and uh, good colors on that though, man. That's an yeah, good nice colors. So, so why would you um, why would you pull out the slab for? Do you remember? Well, I didn't do that right away. Okay. Um, but you know, when I first became aware of the slabs, mm -hmm. it was all just about, oh, they're doing the work for me, like they're. Yeah, telling me it's safe. Like no one's screwing with me. I'm not getting a fake comic book. I'm mm -hmm. not getting like some rest. You know all this yeah. restoration. So you know I I'm fine with some restoration, but some I'm yeah. not. Like you know and uh, that. So it's pretty much. Uh, and I think it's still that way um, for me. You know I'll get into that a little bit because I do keep some slabbed, but um. If I really like a book, um, I and I have any interest on the inside, I will take it out for sure. 
Um, okay. Unless I think I might sell it sometime soon. Because obviously, if you're selling books, you know, it's just so much easier and faster yeah. if it's slammed, you know. You don't have to. Yeah, it's 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 the uh, it's the interaction between two buyer a buyer and a seller. You're like, well, is it all complete? Is it all there? I, yeah. I get you. Yep. Yeah, that's why you know third party grading is so essential. I know people coming into the hobby or in the hobby now, they hate CGC, they hate slab books, they want everything raw. The slabbing is one of the main sparks that sort of sparked the growth of the comic industry over the last 20 years. And it's because mm -hmm. of that reason people, and it, it coincides perfectly with the internet. There's so much buying and selling on the internet yep. that it gives peace of mind to the buyers. Yeah. I mean, I'm the example, perfect example. Yeah. I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have gotten into it. I would yeah. have just yeah. maybe done original art or something just cause it's like, I don't, I'm not going to, prove all this and you know it's just a lot of money to you know when you're talking thousands <laughs> like yeah you just don't want to like end up with some like photocopy <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like yeah you know? and i don't like just trust a dealer just because he's a dealer behind the table like that doesn't mean much to me but um because you know when you turn around and try to sell it back to him it's going to be like half <laughs> but uh yeah, that was one of the first ones. And uh, let's see. You know, and back then, so this was probably, I'd say around 2010, maybe-ish or so, which I think, did Iron Man come out at that Yeah, point? 2010. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it was probably, I was probably, you know, excited about these cool Marvel movies because, you know, growing up, I always wanted comic movies and most of them sucked but um it was awesome to see them starting to be cool and uh you know it but timelies were actually still i, well, I don't want to say cheap they were they were expensive for for golden age but they weren't uh you know you could find raw ones on ebay or whatever for like or in the boards for like and when i say boards i mean the cgc forums mm -hmm. um it for like under 300 bucks or, you know, under 500 easily. It was like, now it's like, I almost feel like a good timely cover. It's hard to find one under 500, even if it's like incomplete or something like it's just- Yeah, I don't even think you can find one for 500, honestly. Tough. Um, I had a friend who was looking for a, he just wanted a golden age cap cover. He didn't care what one it was and he didn't want to spend more than 500 bucks. And it was hard. It was hard to find a cap, anything with cap on it from the golden age for under 500 bucks. It's tough. Yeah. So then I just started, I was hooked. So I was buying like, you know, any timelies, like Schaumburg timelies that mm -hmm. I could find. I didn't care if they were incomplete. I was just buying anything, you know, if it was a little bit restored, like there were certain things in restoration that I didn't like. And that changes through the years as you get through experience. But um, it was a, uh, it was like kind of about the cheapness. So I would just buy up anything. And uh, like I remember uh, one of the early, and I mean looking back now, I'm sure I kind of got robbed. But like I went up to Harley Yee. I'm sure you guys know him. Yeah, yeah. And I was like. I think this was like the first con that had come 
close to me. I'm in Seattle. Um, yep. And he uh, he was there. And it was like the first con where, oh, I'm going here. Uh, I'm looking for time lease. This is going to be awesome. And uh, I gave him like, you know, Black Panther first appearance, like all vision first, you know, but this was all before all those <laughs> movies. But it was like nice stuff. Yeah. But I was like, just all right. How about this and this and this and this? You know, like all this surfer first. You know, and he was, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a huge money, but it was like, yeah, he'll take. I felt like I was. He was an idiot for like taking this like common stuff, mm-hmm. giving me like you know a bunch of all winners and all this stuff. And um, but uh, yeah, I started just getting tons. I was putting together like an all winners run. I was putting together all select run, and I was doing all this. I was getting tons of Marvel mystery, and then I don't know. At some point, um, my taste just—I'm <laughs> cursed with like good taste, you know, <laughs> and uh, expensive liking expensive things. But um, my wife too, which uh, you don't yeah. want to—you don't want two people yeah. in the household like that. It's really a, a shame. But uh, I ended up. And and as a kid, I was always been a trader where I was like, I'll trade. Wait, I'll give you like 20 of these Nintendo games for that brand new one that you just got at the yeah. store that I can't yeah. afford. And the kid would be like, hell yeah, I'll take yeah. you know, all these. And then like, you know, the next day the parents would be at the door and <laughs> have to like trade back on my the new game for like all my crappy old games. But like, I, I always uh, was kind of uh, a fan of trading a bunch of little things for the big thing and just keep doing that over and over and over again. And uh, so eventually all those, um, you know, I had a lot more timelies than I do today, but I had just had to use them to fund, you know, more and more purchases as I got, you know, more and more refined tastes. Like, uh, here's some early ones that I got. Uh, here's a cap two. Wow. Two, wow. This one kind of had a funny story. It was one of those cons where, uh, you think you're kind of done and you spent like most of your money and, or, you know, at this point, I was like, uh, this was maybe like a few cons into my time of collecting. So I was kind of like disappointed. I was like, uh, if there was something cool here, I would have bought it. But, mm. mm-hmm. but um, then uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Um, it's well known. <laughs> Funny, like uh, New York dealer guy. Uh, he walks around. Carbonero, Mike Carbonero. Yeah, yeah. Car- Carbo. Yeah, we all yeah. know Carbo. <laughs> yeah. I, and I had seen him, you know, I remembered him because I used to live in the East Coast, too. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember him from there, you know, wearing all these, like, <laughs> like pimpish-looking suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, so we say hi to each other, and he's like, hey, I see you looking at that timely stuff. Uh, come with me. I want to show you something. So, like, I'm like, all right, well, follow this guy, whatever. And uh, we go to, like, his hotel room. And I'm just like, oh, this is for a second there. I was like, this is a little weird, <laughs> you know, like, you know, yeah. we're in the elevator, like just me and him. And 
he's not even really telling me what, <laughs> you know, but he shows me this, get in his room, you know, and it's all fine. And he uh, shows me this um, suitcase or like briefcase and he opens up and it's like a full run of cap. Jeez. And I was like, whoa, holy crap. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, we, uh, we were going to not break this run up, but we just decided like today that we're going to break the run up. And we already submitted like number one and some other ones to CGC. And so here, your first crack. And I was just like, yep, two. And I think, yeah, I got this other one. Yeah, I got this one at the same time. Oh, I love that one. Real nice condition. Is that 26? Okay. Yep, 26. Yeah. Schomburg. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, this was the same collector. I don't know. I don't. It wasn't like pedigree, but I mean, he did have a whole cap run. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's impressive. And those are good looking copies. I know you pick out good looking copies. Regardless I try, of the yeah. Grade, but those are real Thanks. beautiful. And uh, what's funny is uh, Tech 31, because mm -hmm. <laughs> back, back then, you know, when I would get something new, I'd be like, First thing I do is like post pit pick on the on the forums. I like check this out, <laughs> you know. And uh, he was like, "What the hell? Like, um, that's where did you get that?" And I was like, "Car Carbo." And he's like, "He's supposed to give that to me, <laughs> like, because oh, so he had at a California con, I guess earlier he was showing off the run to people, but you know he wasn't gonna break it up. But I guess he was like to." To Ben, and he was like, uh, "Don't worry, I'll. You'll have first chance if it goes, you know." But mm -hmm. Carbo, he'll take your money. So. Well, you, you know how much a, a psychopath that Carbo is. So <laughs> our our guy on Monday night, uh, Big Leg, he's at um, he's at like San Diego Comic Con or somewhere, and Carbo's there, right? He hands Leg this like action comics like five oh or some stuff like action comics number one five oh <laughs> hands it to him and just walks away leg like looks around and he's like where did this guy go and he's like he's holding like obviously a big boy book he could just put yeah. it in his backpack and vanished yeah it's like <laughs> yeah yeah he's like uh what do i do what do i do he he like has to run and hunt carbo down like yeah man, here's your book back it's like oh boy <laughs> I like the guy. I mean, yeah. You no, know, he's got. You just got to know how to yeah. work with him, you know. But uh, he's he's done. He bought some books of me, you know. He he's gone above and beyond. I feel to uh, he'll pay. Sometimes I feel like he'll pay a little more than your other dealers, just because I think he's got this networking mind. Yeah, I mean, he knows the history. You know, yeah. I. I understand that too, because you know if you got a guy with good books, you're gonna overpay for a couple because that gives you access to all his other books. I mean, you know yeah. he's gonna pay a fair price, right? I mean, it's not like somebody's gonna say like, "Hey, I'll take that cap two for twenty dollars." You're gonna be like, "What?" Like this dude's not even serious. Like, I mean, so. And then he was. Great. I remember him telling me. I don't know if it was because I sold him some books or not, but he was like, "Now remember, if you get." Good collection, like come to me, you know, like everything yeah. kind of was yeah. a networking thing to him. But he's like, "You're a dealer now. You're a dealer." Oh boy, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny. Uh, here's another one I got. Look at that! Oh, man. that one. That's a good one. Number three. See, this one I would bid on, but at this point, it, the price is just so high, I can't yeah. even. Uh, like a four O went for like twenty five grand or something. Yeah. I think so no, no. 
Is it sacrilegious of me to say that I'm not the biggest Schaumburg fan and some no. of the covers just all look the same to me? That was my no, biggest no. hit on Schaumburg. Like, it all looked now that's a cool cover, obviously. But all some of his other covers, I wouldn't say he mailed it in, but I will say that it all looks the same. Like, it's like, okay, it's got something on there. It's got, you know, a villain. You know, it just seems very, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, with the Timely covers, they all, all the Schomburg Timely sort of have the same zany conglomeration of stuff, but yeah. they are all different. But yeah, but he's got a lot of different styles. He has, you know, the airbrushed stuff he did Correct. is totally different. Then he's got some of like the off brand, like the Terrific Five that I have is mm-hmm. like a Timely, actually. And the all new eight is just like a Timely. He Correct. does have a very distinctive style, but. Look at that red skull, come on. I mean, yeah, and it it looks great, too. I mean, look at the colors are popping. Even still, I mean, you know, we can talk about, like, you know, obviously you bought these a long time ago. Um, You know, and it's like, you know, when when do you rebag and board your books? I mean, obviously, you know, they're not just hanging out in the sun all day, obviously, but it's like, (laughs) you know, like every, what, five years, ten years, you probably probably rebag? Uh, You know, I mean, if I notice anything weird mm-hmm. then i'll do it but i don't really have a schedule or anything like you know mm-hmm. i use gerber stuff i use uh i'll keep those like micro whatever those pages papers. yeah i'll put those in here you know so, so let's, let's talk about your supplies so you're using are you using gerber bags and boards yeah okay interesting because yep. i need to buy yeah. some gold made stuff and the bcw okay. stuff's like some BCW like modern like modern bags and boards are out to like August September to get new bags and boards, and then like the golden age is out to like I want to say probably like next week you should get some be able to get some. But I, I usually go BCW. I, I mean selfishly I have a dealer account, but uh, if if Gerber's the way to go, I'll go Gerber too. Yeah, I, I buy Gerber fullbacks for yeah. so they have well they're not called silver they're called standards mm-hmm. the Gerber fullback standards and golden age. I buy those and keep them on hand. But then I use BCW poly bags because most of my stuff ends up getting graded or sold. And the poly bags are a little bigger than the boards, which is actually not bad because they're not too big, but the regular Silver Age will fit with a standard board in a silver poly from BCW. But then it also fits like thicker stuff or slightly larger stuff. Um, I can or small golden age. So I, I sort of mix it up, but I definitely like the Gerber uh, pullbacks the best. Okay, so I might go with that. I mean, if it's a little expensive, I mean, what do you get? Fifty in a pack? Fifty and fifty? I mean, the Gerbers are kind of pricey, honestly. Are they? nah. They're not cheap, but I you mean, it's all different. It's whatever. Ply, you get different different plies too. Yeah, or whatever. But you know, you just got to be careful with them. Yeah. And I use the whole like, you know, uh, at one point, um, uh, Terry Terry Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yep, I don't. He like schooled me and like he's like, give me that. Let me show you that. And he was yeah, like, here's a. I was putting the book back in, and he's like, you put the book on the board, yeah, and then you slowly use the board like a stretcher, as in <laughs> like a fallen soldier. Book on the stretcher, and then you use that board to push that into the bag. So you know, that's funny. <laughs> I love oh, that. You're not like me when you just like you like jingle it up and down a bunch of time. You're like, yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> uh, well, and you know, when you're like putting back a like three thousand dollar book or something yeah. like in front of the dealer, you're just like, God, I don't want to do this anyway. You dude, know, I, to, to that point, dude, I, I'm I've even in a modern era too, dude. It's like 
I always tell people like for comic book guys, like I some people know me, so it's like, hey, I know you, I know how you know how to handle a book, and I, I you know, I selfishly said I, I, I bring a lot up and down, and I don't, but um, a little deprecating humor, but yeah, usually when I when I put it when I put them back in and out, dude, I use, if it's a big boy book, I'll just let them do it like here and I'll hand it back to them. Like, you know, I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not, I, I've seen people slice, uh, up here up North. I saw a, um, I saw up in Michigan. Um, I saw a guy slice a, uh, what was it? Uh, either it was an ASM annual one or werewolf by night 32, but he had it in the, um, like a, a top loader and the top loader sliced like, a corner of the book off. It was like, oh boy. So yeah, I've even had uh, dealers, uh, even dealers. I've yeah. seen them, and I remember one time I was trading a bunch of Silver Age, and uh, it wasn't Harley, but I don't want to mm -hmm. say the guy's name, but yeah, he uh, he like was putting back my book. You know, it was a little bit yeah rough, but still like and. Yeah. It was like, and he kind of like looked up at me to like see if I was looking, and I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I saw that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know, thankfully we made a deal, and he took that away. But it was like, I mean, even dealers. But yeah, I totally agree. Like, if I get any nervous, I'm like, uh, here you go, you yeah, back yeah. Up. You, you you can do that, man. I'm good. <laughs> here's another. Here's one. This is like probably one of my oldest books besides that first one i showed uh so this is the type of stuff i would get like um because it was cheap incomplete. yeah man yeah who cares 0.5 incomplete dude I, what's it what's it missing uh let's see cover detached first three wraps and centerfold missing so i mean it's got a lot but yeah. you know i and uh as like i got more and more familiar with the timelies you know there there's a period in the the first like two years, well, pre-war, pre-World War II, where mm -hmm. guys like uh, started getting enlisted, the artists mm -hmm. and stuff. I like to kind of look at the insides of those. But after that, I don't, it's, the stories aren't very good. Um, the art, I don't think is that special. And um, so I just kind of have it for the cover. You know, I think of, I talked with DS about this, like, I think of a lot of the Golden Age books as like, you're buying a print, like a really yeah. old, nice print that yes. lets you display or whatever. So sometimes when the book is really like that, I'll just keep it in the slab. Yeah, and I know which yeah. moderns will go back to this. You know, I, I know I know a lot of guys, artists do it digitally and stuff like that, but it's like, I like to see mistakes or like, you know, other things, you know, it's like, you know, it, it's, it's too perfect nowadays. And, you know, my thing with the timelines is that I hate to say it. I'm not the biggest torch fan, you know. It just it doesn't do. What about the torch? Don't you like? I don't know. It just it's it's. I don't know if it's not detailed enough or it's just. I just was never a big torch guy for some reason. It just. I mean, it's it's a cool cover. It's just yeah, sometimes I, I'm not a big. You know, depends on how they draw them. I yeah. do like it. Well, okay. I forgot to mention this. This is one of the another big reason why I went super no holes barred into the golden age is because i read that series marvels yeah and yeah. uh just the way they described and drew like the original namor and the human torch the android because i didn't really know much about the android human torch yeah it was just so damn cool to me and uh 
I think that's where I got my love of the torch because I didn't, you know, Johnny Storm was always the torch for me. But uh, there's certainly sometimes they draw him kind of goofy, and I do tend to go for the covers without sidekicks. So can like you know this is no sidekick. If you like, um, if you like uh, the Marvel Some series, yeah. yeah. They uh they actually did the new Marvel series and Ross did Alex Ross did it and this is the Bermejo variant of it this is a uh, Silver Surfer but they did they did the new 2021 series of Marvel just mm. in case you you know is it a new story I think I believe it is a new story okay. um so this is I don't know who this is but uh, that's Marvel. a cool cover yeah it's uh it's about uh, you know hundred bucks you know, roughly hundred hundred twenty five uh, Marvel 2021. Yeah, so Alex, yeah, so basically it just, you know, a new a new story, um, you know, he did a lot of oh, sorry, good picture. Um, here's another good one. Uh, yeah. So he, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so Alex Ross, he, I think he's writing it as well as long as he's doing oh. some of the artwork and then he's getting all his friends to do the variants on the, uh, on the stuff. That's a nice so. one. I like that one. Yeah. Is yeah. there is there World War Two stuff? Uh, I only got number six because I like the uh, Silver Surfer images, but um, like here, here it is. Every now and then there'll be a modern book that has a, uh, like I think the new Evaders. It was like a couple years ago. That was pretty cool, and it was had some World War Two stuff in there. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't even looked at the interior. I only have one, and I really don't want to touch it because I might get a nine eight <laughs> on it. So I just that's that's the other thing. I send a lot of stuff in there for grading too. But no, it's it's cool. It's got. I think it's all uh, new stuff though. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's war stuff. I think it's just all the guys. You know, all the all the uh, people, all the heroes at Marvel, just kind of fighting each other. So, but I hear you on the torch. And sometimes they draw him weird, and he's got like a face. Sometimes I don't like the face. Uh, here's mm -hmm. one. Uh, Here's, let's see, an old one. His first, uh, so that cap was, this cap three was the first Schomburg cap. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was the first time Schomburg drew the Human Torch. See, I like that, that one I like. It's like, it's more than just a, like a, I hate to say it, like a red blob. It's not as, you know, detailed sometimes when he does Torch, but that's dope. Yeah, that's yeah. still got like that pulpy style too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so this is what I'm like, Dino. Like, I get what you're saying about the Schomburg Timelies, yeah. and you know, art subjective and all that. But yeah. the early Schomburgs, the really early Timelies, like the Daring, uh, the really early one like this, they have more of a pulpy look. It's yeah. it doesn't it's little, really look like the other Schomburg stuff. It's a very different look. Correct, and it's more detailed. You know, I mean, yeah. you, I can see the wrinkles in the hair. It's just not like right. a red a red dude. And he's and he's usually in a flying pose, and it's kind of like a la Superman kind right. of thing. And it's a trail of fire, and that's it. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. That's a good one, Marvel Five. Are yeah, you like saying that. you don't like the Zeppelin one because that one's awesome? <sighs> and it's done yeah. even have Turo on it. Yeah. <laughs> now Zeppelin one is a pretty like wheelhouse Schomburg that Dino's talking about, though. Yeah, I gotta get that again. I used to have that, and uh, you know. I started to, so I first started like loving them just the Schombergs. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes you'll go after a book that you kind of think, oh, well, whatever, that you don't think it's going to be hard to get. But then when you start going after it, you're just like, Jesus, what the hell is the deal with this book? Like, goes for a lot. And every time I bid, it's like, there's a million other people bidding, but no one's talking about it. Like, you know, and, uh, 
Welcome yeah, welcome to Tales from the Flipside. I, I can't <laughs> talk about any book where it's gone. <laughs> I had to uh, continuously, you know, just sacrifice books, you know. And uh, I would upgrade. I would do a lot of upgrading. Mm-hmm. Um, and because as that's another thing, as as I got experienced, I would start to like, mm-hmm. you know, hold a new one. And I'm just like, whoa, like this looks amazing, like compared to the other ones. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I love that. See, I like that one. That, that one's actually really good. Yeah. I, it's just when there's like two torches on there and it's like all crazy. And I'm like, eh, it's like that. See, that one's actually detailed more. I, I like it. But know? this is the super plane. Yeah. Yeah. The super plane. I don't know. The Zeppelin one I like better. The super plane. I don't know. And it's bombing the Kremlin. There's only two books that I know of that really deal with the Russian front. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think of them as a pair. I'll show this other one. So we have, uh, I think they came out relatively close together. Maybe not, but um, we got this one, which is a classic cap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that the road to Berlin? Yeah, and he's leading leading the... um, Oh, Russian tanks. Russian tank. Yep, to Berlin, yep. Well, that's got to be like, what, 1944? I think it's 43. Yeah, early 43, I think. Yeah, I mean they still weren't even freaking close, <laughs> but but yeah, you know, it was just a good idea. But um, then this is the only other one where they show like Russian forces and stuff. Wow. So I don't know. I always thought of those as like a pair. Yeah. And forty three, I think, is when Schomburg kind of got his like signature style with these, and uh, towards the end, like forty. Four, even 45 and six I thought sometimes he would draw like Cap's face all weird and like yeah you know I don't know he he wasn't for whatever reason that didn't happen as much er, early on do, do you think it's because of the pressure of him drawing multiple titles I guess I maybe know. it could be yeah because he was doing a lot of Nador Nador stuff um, I, I wish there was more info on him because yeah. you know I would like I would like just I have like files and files and files of like uh, chronicling like, okay, he did this cover, then he did this cover, then he did, you know, like each month when they came out and all this. And there's a weird thing that happened like right as Pearl Harbor happened. Mm -hmm. There's like no time, like he did no timelies at all. Like, um, so I'm thinking... I don't know. He just maybe the other some of the other artists at Timely's were faster or something, because it, it he did like some early stuff and then he did periodically here and there and then uh, there was Pearl Harbor and then there was like like January February March maybe around April or May is when his stuff started coming back again for Timely. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a shame that he missed that period because some of those first responded you know like where they're like we gotta get the japs on the cover you know and all this you know he kind of missed out on some of that stuff which is a shame but yeah i always wanted to know like what the hell happened i think he also did a lot of covers at once so maybe he was just stockpiling i don't know here's the 
but I did start to, I started to concentrate on early, the early uh, stuff. Oh, actually, here's a perfect example. Here's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. So, like, for whatever reason, Schomburg, like, was not doing timely covers. I don't even know what he was doing. I, I would guess, I, I'll have to look, but I don't even know if he was doing Nador. Maybe he was doing those speeds or something. I'm not sure, but here's an example of, like, one of the first res responses to um, Pearl Harbor where that came out. This, I think this was around what is this, January-ish or something, um, when it hit the stands, maybe February, but yeah, this is not Schomburg, but mm -hmm. I feel it's one of the classic cap covers. You start yeah, cool. it, now we'll finish it. Yeah, it's cool. And it's got, you know, Pearl Harbor, remember Pearl Harbor. Got the American flag in the background. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. Just, it's, it's great Americana, I guess. Yeah, yeah right. Got this cool like there's no division like usually a lot yeah. of times have the like line there mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like full <laughs> you know it's kind of that um uh what the hell's his name the like mr america what the hell's his name old uncle sam like uncle those sam covers national yeah. comics mm -hmm. where he's like a giant you know it's got mm -hmm. that feel and it's got the, the one national comics that i kind of like and I, i've seen it for sale a couple of times is when it has the big uh you know swastika and he's like america you know he's like 70 feet tall yeah he's crushing it yeah yeah those blue fine ones are, mm -hmm. and reed crandles are amazing um this one yeah like at first i was kind of like i'm never getting restoration and then you know like this cover you start to like uh like i can't find jack shit you yeah. know so like well, we, we talked about it before. It's like low grades are better than no grade. And then it, and it's like you, you start getting restoration. And it's like we, we talk about in the golden age. It's like, you know, it's like people don't really care. I mean, us golden age collectors, and I guess I would call myself a, a fringe golden age collector. But, you know, it's like we really don't care about half that stuff at the end of the day. It's like, you know, go find another one. That's why I tell people like on eBay or, you know, other things like go find another, you know, Elden Pedigree 45 or even that book. Try to go find another one because you're not. Yeah. And you know, uh sometimes they're they're way cheaper. Yeah. So and like yeah. this one, and sometimes like you know, I started to like really get into it too. I was like, I had like my set of like all right, like I was after this uh it still kills me, I should have bought it. <laughs> but it was like uh it's like my ultimate restoration is like if I could actually see it like you know, maybe if it's raw or whatever, but um, is like a dot of uh, Sharpie black in like a corner or something done. And it was like this showcase four that I should have bought and like restored and it was, but it was still kind of pricey, but you know, it was like, and he showed me like where the, the dot of Mark, you know, Sharpie what, and it wasn't on the anything major and I was, Oh, I don't know why I wish I bought that thing because it was like, I don't know, 5000 or something. Well, you know, you know, I, I've, I've had, I got a Marvel Spotlight 5 that had restoration on it. And it was a it was a dot in like one of the it's like an R or in Rider at the end, I think, or in the E. And it, it dropped in only like a, a half a point. I mean, it wasn't like it was that big of a deal. It wasn't like the whole cover. And, then, you know, you're going from an 8 to a, you know, a 3 or something. But then the competition is like yeah. half the people that would be bidding are. Don't even look at it. So well, I mean, that's I, a huge. 
Yeah, I bought it raw too, so I didn't even I it was professionally restored, so I didn't even know it when I bought it raw, but I mean I got it I got it fixed, but no big deal. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those guys I generally don't bid on restored books at all. I just I feel like if I have every book I ever wanted except for one and it's really hard to find and a restored copy comes up, maybe I'll get it. But otherwise, there's so many books I can go after, I just stay away from restored ones. It's not that they're not worth owning. But I just try to stay away from those. I rather have ones where you can see the wear and it's a lower grade than mm -hmm. a better looking restored copy just because I don't mind the honest wear on the old books. And I have a lot of low grade books. But um, yeah, I'm one of those guys. I don't bid on the restored stuff. I feel like there's a lot. There's enough unrestored stuff out there for me to blow money on. And I can't get everything anyway. So yeah, perfect. Yeah. If it's so hard to find and you only ever see it occasionally, like once every five years and you find a restored copy, I mean, might as well get it. Here's another cap. Oh, yeah, that's a classic Hitler cover. This yeah. is one that I was tempted to sell recently, but I just didn't. Nice bonnet stamp, too. It's got a, yeah, it's not a Schomburg. It's uh, Shores, I think. But, um, yeah, but uh, I like, you know, I don't really like the way you drew Cap or Bucky, but it's historic. It's got Hitler on there, and I like you, the way you do that actually. Do you think he's sitting by Goring? Is Goring in there with him? Yeah, I think those are all famous guys. Do Do you think Shores Shores is underrated when it comes to Schomburg in that era? Do you think he kind of like flies under the radar? I guess. Um, for a while, I mean, it did seem like you definitely get a bargain. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're going after Hitler one or the, yeah. the Pearl Harbor one, I mean, it's just, yeah. I think, you know, if you want to get into Timely's cap stuff, you just got to pick something that has nothing to do with the Nazis, mm -hmm. where he's fighting like a zombie or like a, um, or like a crime, you know, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, then guys like me are... I'm not buying that unless maybe if it was like dirt cheap or, yeah. or if I was doing a run, which I had contemplated doing a cap run for a while, but then, yeah, I just kind of kept my favorite covers and got them out of there. But I, uh, I will say crime is, I think underrated. I know me and DS kind of talk about it. I think, I think crime's underrated. I think it, I think it needs a correction. Again, I don't know what the correction is going to be. I think it might be, you know, is it two times? Is it three times? Is it, God forbid, 10 well, times. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah. crime comics. Mm -hmm. Like when they're like, this is about crime. Yeah. Not where, but not like crimes, yeah. America trying to like, yeah. come yeah. on. Here's a, here's a good one that's not World War II related that I think is really worth it. But I think guys like Mike wouldn't bid on it. So what it's is it? Affordable. Uh, it's number 28. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty classic. This is the copy that's on eBay. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's just a really classic cover. It's not war related, so I think guys like Mike wouldn't bid on it. And it's really cool. It's it's more like uh, all of the non timely Schomburg stuff you see. I don't know. It's just more of a dark GA book. Um, right there really for you. Cool. It's like a suspense three or terrific five vibe to it. Yeah, I I, I like it. I mean, it's it's definitely yeah, dope. Like it's got, you're going with bondage. You even got a hell. You even got a skull on there. I mean. And it's got the I classic mean, golden age, like 
uh, underground stone walled place with the circular opening on top that the hero's diving in. And it's got mm -hmm. the hooded villain in the chair. It's got acid. It's got the bones on the acid and stuff too. Yeah, it's got like a cult scene, and it's yeah. just uh, I don't know. It's very suspense three ish. I will, I, I will, I will deem him the executioner, I guess, or whatever yeah. we would call him. I mean, the, the hooded guys are yeah. always awesome when Sean Brink does them, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's certainly not, you know, my kind of thing, you know. And that's the thing with Timelies is there's so many of them that like, and they're very expensive, so you can't, you know. And well, I mean, some people they can't control themselves, and if they think a bargain is a bargain, they'll just get it. But like. You got to be, I, I try to be real careful because I know like I'll buy, you know, like I bought that Dark Knight thing. Like if I keep doing that kind of thing, then yeah. I run out, I don't have money for like some big book that comes up. Yeah. So I try not to, you know, I try to keep the coffers, you know, ready for something big or at least I I mean, even, until even the eBay one right now, I mean, that's not a bad price. I mean, right? I don't think it's a bad price. I'm tempted to buy it. I'm tempted to buy it for the last year while it's oh. been on there. Okay, I'll I'll do the unthinkable. I like to I like to you know it's going to be gone in thirty seconds after I show it. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's a four and a half. Um, yeah, it's creamed off white. It has uh, tape on the cover, and it's a really good presenting copy. And I think it's solid. Uh, you know, it's what is the price like three thousand? Uh, thirty two fifty. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a little more than I want to pay, which is why I haven't bought it. I'd be into that book for twenty five hundred. Yeah, it's big yeah. an offer. I mean, best offer twenty seven. Yeah, I mean, it's not super high on my list. Um, it's a sort of a tough one though. I don't really see it that often, and you know, it's a four or five, and it's a good looking copy, man. I think, you know, it's a little high for me. Um, there's just, you know, I don't know what GPA is. I don't go by GPA for books like this. I just, what do I think it's worth? I, I would do twenty five hundred on it, but. Um, you know, that's I don't want to offer him 25 and he's at 32. I and I'm there's other stuff I can get, but no. yeah, I'm surprised it's still there actually. But see, I wouldn't, DS is right, like because I would take a book like this a million times a day over that, where you get some nice cap action and you got uh, you know, military. All these Nazis, you could relate it to a there's actual um reference to Brenner Pass, which is in Italy, and uh, you know, actual events. Yeah, uh, it's much more historic. The other one is just totally fiction. And look at that craftsmanship. I mean, there's so much detail here. It's really great. And just for your uh your your sanity, a four and a half sold for two grand in April of twenty twenty. So that Marvel mystery. Okay. So so, I mean, it's probably worth three grand to somebody, but for me, I, you know, yeah. I, I think what else can I get for 2,500? What other books are that cool in VG plus for 2,500? And I feel like that one's for 2,500 is good. Yeah. yeah that's what, nice. what grade was that in? Four or five, the other one. Four, that? Yeah. I mean, this would be a lot more. If that was a four or five, what number is that? 33. Yeah. I mean, four or five, I don't know. Probably a four or five on that would probably be like five double. It would probably be double. Oh, what's, yeah. what's the stamp say on the in the Captain America? This uh, a date stamp? Oh, Hilton. No, it's like Norm. They stamped his name on there. Norm oh. Hilton or okay. something. Cool. I had a uh, I had a Plastic Man one that uh, had the uh, date stamp on it. It was some like forty two or forty five or something. I sold that way too cheap. It was a two and a half. Still dope. I'll, I'll tell you one of the things I like about Schaumburg, and this probably relates to what 
Nino was saying about how Schomburg is always, he's got a very same type of thing on all the covers. He always uses these bright primary colors for the military, and it's mm. so unrealistic, but he has like bright blue Jeeps and bright red guns and bright mm. yellow hat helmets, and it's like totally unrealistic, but it adds that. Well, it, it draws, so, so using your primary colors, I, I did take an art class or two, uh, my art history showing up, my art teacher, my art history teacher would be proud. When you use primary colors, right, it's going to draw your eye right to that, right? So when you yeah. use the blues and the reds and the, you know, all the nice primary colors, it's going to yeah, go. Even that home. Zeppelin cover, it's like a bright green mm -hmm. Zeppelin, which of course. And I love my colors, like, as you can see with my Japanese stuff, you know, oh, yeah. the bright color stuff. Something since, about it is just—I don't know. Since you're since you're a, a Japanese collector, do you have a Sentai Two, the first Power Rangers appearance from Antarctic uh, Press? It, oh, it's a comic book, so. Well, I have, I do have some old Sentai comics. Oh, that are you? Fairly expensive. I have one of the first Sentai toys right here. This guy. Oh wow! Nice. Yep. Sentai Two is uh is underrated. Um, it's always in it, like it's an Antarctic Press book, so it's like a one of those underground books that nobody really digs in because nobody cares about those books. But um, I, mean, I, don't know, yeah, I don't know if I know what book you're talking about. Okay, I'll, I'll bring these up, are man. all old, you know, old Japanese toys. Uh, oh, yeah, I like that one. Uh, yeah, and then before we get to the end of the show, bring out your your big timelies to show if you got some like top top notch ones. Yeah, it's coming. I'm sorry. It's going no, straight. you're fine. It's all good. Yeah, we're good. I just, yeah, I just want to make sure we get them in. This is your, uh, this is your mainly, mainly for me. I just want to see them. That's your Sentai too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So this is the first appearance of Power Rangers. Uh, I, I know it's supposed to be old school comics, but this is the first appearance of Power Rangers, and uh, it's it's a tough book. It's hard to find, obviously, because you know. But yeah, that's not plus. bad. I yeah. would uh, go for. Let's see. <laughs> Right there. Just grab this. Yeah, this you gotta be careful asking knights about Japanese stuff because ah. he has hours and hours worth of of quality Japanese <laughs> stuff. Here's the real. Okay, you have more of that than you do comics, honestly. Here's the real first appearance. Oh wow! I've never even seen that. That's a nice one too. This is a pretty good copy, first print. Oh, oh wow. See, that's like the action one of that. Oh, okay. Not quite. There's so, yeah, there's, I, yeah, I can't get into it because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good. Don't worry. We'll have another uh, guest appearance. You know what we can do is uh, we have a show for foreign books and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you on the Global Comic Safari. You can talk about your your Japanese books and they're yeah, going to definitely do that. Um, let's see. We'll do another uh, one of the classic caps, uh, which I think I think uh, these two are very similar poses, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Both Jack Kirby. Oh, and by the way, just just tosses up an AF fifteen to be like, oh, this cap <laughs> look looks like this yeah. Kirby book. Well, you know, it's beat up until you 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 uh, fix it up, DS. Yeah, I mean, hey, that book Someday. is probably right now would be a hot ticket item, and you'd get five digits on that, no problem. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, that's a good one. Number seven. Oh, that was another thing with the caps. Um, like a, you know, if you're trying to get in there and get something without breaking the bank, is uh, steer clear of the first ten issues because the first ten issues are Simon and Kirby, and they, uh, those books are usually in a lot more demand. You know, there's some that aren't that great, but they're definitely more coveted than like a later one that doesn't have anything Schomburg too crazy in there. Speaking of coveted books, this one's really picked up lately. The, oh, uh, yeah. First Subby cover appearance. Yeah, with Subby coming to the movies, I was always looking at Eleven and all these other crazy low, low, low rent, you know, low number books, and it's gone. Forget about it. The submarine where he's snapping a submarine in half. There's a bunch of good yeah. ones. Yeah, there. this one has got that pulpy style again. I love that yeah. black submarine, the Death Raider. And that that's skull, so dude. It's dope. So yeah. sick. I think a 1.5, slightly brittle, I think it was, sold. We were talking about it. What was it, like twenty twenty one thousand dollars Yeah, like 26 or something. And people were split. You know, Golden Age expert collectors were split on whether that was too much or whether it was worth it. Um, it was an interesting discussion, but it just goes to show you that the valuations on these things, even among the experts in the field of these books, can disagree on valuations for for these books. So there's really you just really have to go with what you feel comfortable and what you mm -hmm. value it at because there's no set valuations for these things really. Well, you know, and I think too is that yeah, we we talk about golden age kind of on a I, I wouldn't say a decline. I would say on a uh, uh, what do you say a, a underrated or undervalued kind of thing. But like you said. I mean that, that book. I mean, you hold on to it for a couple of years. You know, you can make some yeah, yeah. definitely don't want it. Well, so. and, you know, somebody once said, and I, you know, it's, I don't know, probably lots of people said it. I say it all the time, but I didn't come up with it. The time to buy something rare is when you see it. Yep. Um, you don't see this book doesn't come up. So you know, one comes up, that's you grab it, man, because the next one you won't, you might not see another one for two years, and then it could be worth double. I mean, you don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't hold it against anybody paying what some people say is too much for a super awesome rare book like this. Correct. Um, yeah. So, and that's a, that's a nice copy uh, right there. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah that's that's, that's the kind of family I would own, but I mean, I would never have one of those, but it's uh, you know, as I, I started targeting more of these, but back then, I mean, no one really gave a crap about like, Oh, it was Schomburg's first time drawing yeah. name or who cares? I tell you when I, when I got back in, I cared. Yeah, when I got back in 2011, I wish I would have gotten more Golden Age. I was like that kid who was just getting into modern books and, you know, trash yeah. like that. I wish I would have just bought – because, dude, I could have bought so much for so cheap. And Yeah, but, you know, 10 years from now, there's going to be the new collector saying that about you when you show your stuff on YouTube channel. And they're going to be like, man, I wish I would have got into it when he did. Yeah, I hope so. so I mean, I got into it six years ago, and I've really been doing Golden Age pretty heavy for, like, four years. Mm-hmm. And I have some, yeah, admittedly, I have some really good books, but I've put a lot of money into these books. But even after four years, the stuff I bought at the beginning of the four years mm -hmm. is worth way more now. So I'm, I'm now at the point where I'm like, I'm glad I got into it four years ago. Let's let's talk about your setup back there because that's dope to see. What what are you using on your setup there? Is it just pens or how you how you holding up your books back there? Oh, this is just some like little kid uh, book. I don't know. Oh, I this at like a kindergarten. School. Oh, it's got clear shelves on it. Okay, I, I see. I see. It's just got. Uh, you just put the books in there. Like. Interesting. Yeah. 
But I might go that been, route for a wall, maybe. It's been yeah. really, you know, like I remember one time, yeah, I think DS, we were selling books or something. And I don't know, everything I was had was selling big time because it was like I could show like these big lots, everything at once. And then it was like, <laughs> DS was like, I got to get one of those shelves. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. I've said that before. I do want to get one of those. That's yeah, totally for a con. Like if I set up at a con, I don't want to have, you know, thousands of books. I pull uh, those. But I'm always buying weird shit like that. Like, here's a. I was thinking of using this, but I didn't. But, uh, you know, I'll like pick up things like this, these magazine stands, you know, if I ever find them, if I go to like, you know, Goodwill or something. Cause I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to make like re my room to be like a. Yeah, store or something <laughs> like from my youth, from my youth. Or something. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> um, here's a classic cap. That's dope. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, there's so much detail on that. Yeah, that one's cool. It's got like, yeah, so much detail. It's like you can just look there for days and find yeah. something new every time you look right. at it. And flags, great flags. Yeah. And some of these have like actual landmarks in them, which I love to like tie into real world, you know, history is always cool. I love the little, sh you know, it's like the ships coming at you in the distance. Yeah. And, you know, Bucky, look at him. He's frying people up. Full winter soldier, you know. No flamethrower well, going. Yeah, I mean, look at, look at how much a psychopath I used to be. Let's see if it, I have like a, I made it on a PVC. Oh, that's cool. So it's modular. So like if I only want like, you know, one high one, I can do one high one. And like, I like that. Yeah. So I, I use two four footers. And then what I do is uh, I made a four foot by like a foot or something. And then basically you can uh, set two up or you can set one up and you don't have to like, because I couldn't fit eight footers in my car. Like the length was, I just my car <laughs> couldn't fit it. So I just shrunk two four footers. And so I did so, that. So like. Yeah, you know, and you we mentioned the the slab stuff. So like this one, um, I think I submitted this. I used to have three copies of this, mm -hmm. and I submitted them, and then I think this is the one I just ended up keeping. But um, because when I buy, that's another thing I would get stuff slabbed. Um, so I'd use slabages to figure out, you know, that it's make sure I'm paying the right yeah. amount for something that's not. You know they don't trick me and then but also sometimes i'll buy a bunch of raw books and i want to know yeah. so i'll send it in yeah. you know and you gotta factor that in too because you're spending like if you're cgc in at least right 100 bucks i just i just, I just throw like a hundred dollars on top you're, you're throwing a benjamin on top to get it graded you know yeah. so and uh but if i so like i got this raw you know i've already looked on the inside probably took some pictures yeah. and then so there's not really a need to, to take this one out, really. Um, same with like, uh, like the Hitler one. There's nothing good in there, and that that other uh, one back there. And this one, I feel to me, a four is like high grade. Yeah. For Golden Age, so if it's something like even a three, I might not even take out because it's just yeah. like, ah, eh, that's. I'm just gonna leave that alone. Yeah. You know, I totally agree with you. Four O is like a high grade. Yeah. So, so I just, 
Well, I can't wait for this one. We're gonna have part two with you. I'm super excited for all this. But let let's see the let's see the old the old big boy, and then we can we can end on that one. Well, I got. Let's see. Five more. Sure. Let's go. Okay, you're good. All right. Here's one that uh, DS was <laughs> searching for me for a long time. Nice. Yeah, I went around the entire con looking for that for you. This is pretty cool. This is a property. It was um, a file copy from the famous or Funnies Incorporated. Oh, wow. They, it was in a bound volume. That's a Schomburg, right? Yep. Yeah, you see, very that early. doesn't look anything like the other Schomburg. Yeah, very, see, very yeah, early. yeah. Wow. And uh, it just has a small amount of glue on the cover, on the spine. Yeah, that's awesome. The only rest yeah, no big deal. Easy peasy. Yep. Because sometimes books will uh, be trimmed a lot, and that kind of sucks because they can go crazy with the trimming. But um, I've found that bound books can have the some of the best colors you can ever see because I guess they're just they they're preserved in such a way. I mean, and this I feel is a pretty good example. I'm telling you, if I didn't know it was a file copy, I would assume they'd be trimmed. That's just so so nice. Yeah, that's a beautiful book. And we got... That's uh, my favorite one of the night so far. Here's uh, Marvel 2. I like this one. It's an angel without the mustache. Hmm. There's debate on whether or not originally these ships were supposed to have the Iron Cross. Because there's like a pre preliminary drawing, I guess, that had them. Oh, interesting. Um, and you know, it's like kind of looks like New York City. Yep, wow, this was you know 39, so it was way before the war, or you know, we got involved. And then, uh, let's see, this one probably is one of my most favorite Schaumburgs of all time. And I got this really great color copy of this book, but uh, this um, USA 7. Wow. The colors on this, I mean, will compete with, you know, a 9-8 yeah. or something. You know. I'm a sucker for a yellow, yellow aircraft carrier, a red and yellow Tommy gun. That book is like the colors are just so zany. I, uh, I'm a sucker for a cap and a parachute, though, coming down. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. And then let's see. So here's we're getting close. And, you know, honestly, you know, I've been since COVID and all the price, well, yeah. before COVID, actually, the prices have just gone crazy. And, you know, and then when COVID hit and everything went crazy, I just kind of started looking for other stuff, you know, grails in other places like Japanese stuff. Here's a real old Japanese book that I, this is, I mean, might be a lot harder to even find than any of these books back there. It's one of the first, this is uh, Tetsujin first appearance. It's the uh, Gigantor, they call him here, Tetsujin 28. He's a big robot, but like finding that, and that's from 1956. This is the robot that he, that's like his first appearance. But uh, wow, it's like, you know, the hunt for these things are insane. Even like if you talk to Japanese people and like, here's the first Astro Boy, 1953. Oh, that's sick. And, you know, this is I, like... Yeah. 
way too, you know, I think someday, and they threw everything out. Japan was huge into recycling. So this kind of stuff, I think someday will uh, be worth as much. But here, uh, the end of the time lease. Oh, yeah, that's classic. That's the, the concentration camp cover. Yeah, the Holocaust one. So you can see the they're putting them in the oven. And you can see wow. the bones underneath the oven from the last people that have been cooked. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. That's dope. And all these guys in the wow. background waiting. Wow. That's so know. cool. And I love these kind of books. They, they're they like those books you guys were talking about, I think, last time, where that transcends the, the genre. You know, yeah. this goes beyond just yeah. a book of superhero book. It's like World War II. It's history. It's, yeah, it's history. Yeah. It's... This you know, one is certainly uh, a book that has skyrocketed in value, and rightfully so. Yeah, well, you know, it, 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 it's it's propaganda versus actual actualization of the history. You know what I'm saying? That's like an actual. You know, it's not propaganda. It's yeah. you know. So now we'll get to what I believe are the four best timelies, and uh, my favorite four as well. But uh, here's a. I'll select one. Wow. I like that one, yeah. Wow. Good colors on that one, man. That's a five, so there's no need to take that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't usually get gopher books that high, but for mm -hmm. whatever reason, it was just what was available, and, you know, I don't know. I really wanted it, and yeah. it actually went cheaper than what a lot of us thought, so... That was really my favorites. That's probably my favorite Schomburg cover. And you know, it's got it's got no sidekicks, which I love. And cap of the gun. Yeah. And Schomburg, for some reason, the caps where he has the parachute gear on just make him look really badass. And he draws the inside of shields. But his shield yeah. really cool. Yeah. And then, so the last three, I think they flip flop a lot for me. Like, I'll think one isn't the best timely ever, and then next week I'll think it's number three or whatever. But uh, this book, I kind of lagged on. But it, over the years, it just got harder and harder and more expensive and more expensive. And then finally, I was like, no. Maybe I should pick up just one of those coverless ones of it because, you know, it. I don't think I can afford these. You know, maybe I could afford uh, a really, really bad condition one that comes up if no one else, you know, if it stayed low. But if there's any competition, then I probably can't. So, and I, you know, I saw one that was coverless, it was slab, and I was like, all right, yeah, and I at the time throughout the years I saw like several, but then it was like I was like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna go for a coverless one, and of course nothing. <laughs> years, and like finally I was at a con not that long ago, and uh, it was a Golden Age Gurus booth here in mm -hmm. Seattle, and I got in there early and I saw it up there. I was like, what? What's that? Let me see that. And I was like, I took that down, and I was like, yep, I'm gonna. Get like it was just I had to make it work, but uh, yeah, I'm glad I did. I mean, sure, I'd like a cover, but 
I don't know. The cover, the interior is uh, good enough for me to be okay with it, but Marvel 1. Wow. You know? Wow. Yeah, massive grail there, massive key. And it's got a cool, you know, inside, like the first page is kind of cool. So it's yeah. like, like that's a classic scene. No, Now, you boys told me um, you guys are more hip to this. And the paper quality looks good, too. Yeah, it's Dude. not too bad. It's, do the uh, covers do the covers actually come up for sale? That one, yeah, will. yeah, they do. I, I doubt that one would because I, I mean, you yeah. never know. But like they do, it's just a lot of people keep them, mm. and they just wait for to get the rest of the pieces of the book. Yeah, I, I would say a cover for that probably, if they're out there, are mo mostly being moved around privately. Mm -hmm. If not, you would see one of those come up in an auction. I don't want to put you on a spot, but what do you, what do you think? What, what do you think a Marvel? What do you think? A, what do you think the cover would be? Just the cover alone. What do you think would would a, a, a respectable price? I, you know, I mean, everybody, you know. I mean, at least ten. Okay. But the problem with buying pieces, because I I've done a lot of that, and I mm -hmm. kind of don't encourage that, but it can be fun or cool if you're in the patience. But the thing is, is like. If you, so say I'm a dealer, right? And I have yep. this and say I have the back cover too. So all I need is the front and I don't even care about this book. I bought it for whatever, five, yep. you know, if yep. I'm a dealer, this is pretend I bought it for 5,000 like years ago, but yep. I don't care about it. Yep. If I see a cover and I think it'll be a good match for this, it might get it, you know, yeah, we'll get the green. The highest it'll go is a four. Yeah. So I know, all right, what will a four sell for? If it'll sell for 50000 then and yeah. I already put five in this, I will bid one. that thing up to 35 k Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it might be worth a 10 k or something if no one's looking for it. But if you're, you might be bidding whatever the full market value of a complete book, you mm -hmm. might be actually have to compete with that price, which sucks. Yeah, that makes sense. And also, you know, you want to think like people will help you out. But if like, you know, people know I need the cover. Yeah, well, they're going to charge you a it lot. It will jack the, you know, because then it's so. like, well, if you have the cover, now you have a $40,000 book, not just, yeah. you know, 20, yeah. whatever, you know, and it's like. <laughs> I saw X-Men 1 front cover only sell at the con in Ohio. A guy sold it for 700 Yeah, well, I mean. Hey, again, if you look at it as if you're buying a, a print, yeah. a nice print with nice. Oh, it was trash too. It wasn't even from the '60s. Yeah, seven hundred yeah. isn't that much. Yeah. Uh, and you know, so here's an example. I bought the cover, and over the years, I found the interior, and here's wow. a book where I, you know, I don't have a back cover for it, but. I'm happy with it, you know, yeah, like yet. it does its job in my hands. Like I don't need to go after a sensation one. No, I love, this cover is such nice condition. That is, is one and two have the same back cover or different? No, one, number one is a very okay. unique cover, which is it? Okay. really blows. But, uh, <laughs> all right. So then these two books are the, uh, this week's, oh man, it's really hard to pick my favorite. 
Yeah, you know, I thought maybe I was gonna go the other way, but I can't. I, I already know which one you're gonna pick. I just can't do it. This yeah. has to be number two. Oh, I thought it was gonna be number one. <laughs> I know, I did too. I did too. I did wow. too. This is, but this is like, I mean, Marvel One is cool now. I don't mm -hmm. necessarily really like the cover of Marvel One, and frankly, the printing job they did on the inside is pretty crap. Everett did a, these really great um, black and white stuff in there, and it mm -hmm. the print job was terrible. But um, this, I feel, is the greatest Submariner torch cover. And, you know, it was the first, like, really big crossover superhero fight book ever. I think it might be the first two superheroes fighting, not the first team up, because the Wizard and the Shield did that yeah, earlier. But, you know, just like Wonder Woman isn't the first mm -hmm. uh, female superhero, she's the one you'll think of. And this is the crossover you'll think of. It's very cool. And then, so yeah, I mean, I just in my hands, you know, I went to the bank today because I knew I was doing the show. And we appreciate and, it. <laughs> and I just can't uh, deny that it's still my favorite. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, is that complete and everything? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's insane, dude. That's insane. That's like the best timely showcase show ever. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's remarkable. I mean, it has, yeah. it has them all. I mean, it yeah. has a Cap 1, a Marvel 1. We got the Marvel 9, Marvel yeah. 2. We got the 46. Um, I'm just blown away. I don't think, Mike, I know you own all these books. Yeah. This is the first time I have seen them all in the first, like, well, we've been looking at books for like 45 minutes. Well, what can I say? Only here on uh, Tales from the Flip Side can you... Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going to clip this and I'll put it in the back. Going, guys, you know, we, we <laughs> do it. We just work yeah. a little slower, you know. We'll talk We'll talk about that a little bit. So, I, and I'll, it's all getting a cross promotion. I don't care. So, you guys are on a show, right? It's over on uh, Comic Corps, right? It's uh, the Golden Age guys, right? Uh, yeah, usually every Tuesday. It's just called the Golden Guys on Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. on Comic Corps, yeah. Perfect. Cool. And that's strictly golden age. And then Dino, when you and I talked about this show, yeah, um, I do a lot of golden age. We do a lot of golden age on this mm -hmm. show because I like it, but we, this is old school comics. So I've been mm -hmm. covering different topics, um, mm -hmm. but it's more centered around golden age, but the golden guys is pure golden age. Yeah. This is a little more of different stuff. We did a bronze horror show last week. Yeah. And we do the market report. I don't know if you've seen that. We do the market report on here. So it's like we kind of just show. Because I do the market report on Monday, but it's like, I, I call it trash books. But it's like Monday's <laughs> books of, you know, like, it's like stuff that's either real hot right now, like Miles Morales stuff, or it's stuff that's, you know, like, it's like stuff yeah. on eBay that's been that going stuff. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's just the stuff that's been banging out, you know, on eBay the whole week or whatever. So, no, this is like. The different market report when it's heritage and stuff that really people don't really get hip to. It's like, oh, I you know I go on eBay, I buy a couple of books, but Comic Link Heritage, yeah. all that Comic Connect, whatever. So, no, Let we just definitely appreciate it. Yes, a couple more things because when I went there, I uh, was like, I don't know, maybe we'd show a little more. So I just got a couple more uh, cool things. Yeah. Do it up. This is uh, okay. Yeah, this is a cover. We were talking about covers. Mm -hmm. Pick this up. Wow. Just a cover. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good looking cover, though. I mean, that's a nice copy, a nice cover. And, you know, it goes without, well, uh, 
I've learned that uh, you see, you'll find the interiors more often than you will a cover. So if you have the chance to buy a cover of a great key, yeah, you might as well do it. And you know, I've had this for years. I have never, <laughs> had yeah, never seen an interior come for sale. You know, this book is just super rare to begin with. Um, I've been on an all flash quarterly one. I've been I've been hemming it. I was hemming and hawing a long time ago for an all flash quarterly one too. I think that's a good book too, and that's a little undervalued. That flash quarterly one. Yeah. Here's a uh, the first Doctor Fate cover. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. It's a cool one. We got uh, date stamps. You're talking about date stamps. This yep. is a good date stamp here. Oh boy, like John Z. John Z. Will love you. Wow, comics. That's his what girl. Is the date? January fifth, nineteen forty-three. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's a Mary Marvel now. That is, we, we had a big discussion about this. If you look at Legion of Superheroes 23, Loge 23 variant with Adam Hughes, it's the same yeah. thing. So yeah. we, we, yeah, we it's think it's to this cover, yeah. in my opinion. Yep. And uh, I love this one because actually, and it's, it's I think it's her third appearance maybe, but mm -hmm. um, so she appears in this Marvel something, Marvel family or yeah, Marvel know, family number one. I don't really like that cover. She just looks weird. She's and standing her, there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then her first uh, in the solo books is this one. Mm -hmm. This is the one right before 10. Yep. And that's not bad. But Shazam and, and uh, Captain Marvel are there. And so I really like this one. That's like, yeah, I'm on my own. I don't need those jokers. Yeah. So she has, you know, Wild Comics has a lot of, she has a great, a lot of great, great covers. It just, there's just nobody. You know, nobody buys them. Kind of, it's weird. But, sit there. But I like this girl better. Oh boy! Bringing the heat. Just for you, DS. Oh, <laughs> two copies, very nice. Only two copies. Jeez. I like one. I compete with those guests you guys bring on here are way too crazy. This is going to be peanuts soon compared oh, to who you're going to bring on. Yeah, I don't know. I like how one has just a slight spine roll and it doesn't fit in the regular hole. Yeah. The other one's perfect and it fits. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to, you know, I completed these. I had like four. It took like four issues of various pieces to like complete these. And uh, I ended up, I was going to sell it and I was like, ah, I think I'm just going to, and I helped the going guys, you know, I, I get advice from them all the time. And, well, you know, look, look at this. You're already, you're already getting solicitations. Look at that. Can I, oh, can I get a two year plan? plan <laughs> but I, you know, they, they always help me figure things out. And, you know, I sold a bunch of other books that like just in the long run, you know, probably that key wonder woman one will be worth more if, yeah. you know, so, so here's, then, here's, here's the last one. My oh, favorite, my favorite uh, yeah, action. Yeah, I got a new for, a new nickname for that book. That yeah. is, or that's the poor man's whiz eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yes. No, that's the most classic train cover ever. Yeah. You know, we just saw one o just sold. I think it was a one o sold mm -hmm. for like thirty thousand or something. That book is really coveted, and not many of them out there. And here's another a little grail, a little Japanese grail. Ooh, little, little Mega, Mega Man. Man. Yeah. Mega Man game. Matt DeVoe will uh will love you for that. Meg, Matt DeVoe on our channel is a uh, Mega Man uh connoisseur, I guess you can call him. And like I said, uh during COVID, I really went 
into nice. other, you know, it's like you said, oh, I love, see, that the book is the best. This, this one's coming tomorrow. It's FedEx and it should be oh, here tomorrow. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. And I can't wait for you to sell me that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's this weird thing where uh, the prices got so high. It just, yeah. And like you guys were saying, um, for that kind of money, what else can I buy? And I felt like the money that some of these books were going for, I just could buy these major, major grails and other collectibles. So mm -hmm. I started branching out in the Japanese, but I also went uh, into D and D. If you know anything about D and D? Uh -huh. You'll know how everything, weird. everything I know about D and D is from you, Mike. So, so the thing about that is, I would hold those because you're coming out with that D and D movie, and if I mean, if you're gonna try to like, we we flip everything kind of. So. Yeah, those. Yeah, I know you wouldn't flip those, but I'm just saying that's where you're going to get your highest value. I mean, theoretically. Yeah. But this is a pop, you know, top yeah. icon, you know, and these are, you know, I'm always, because of Golden Age, I'm used to like, hey, they survived like all the recycling, all, everyone throwing them yeah. out for all these years. The, the wars, everything else. Yeah, yeah the climate, whatever. Like, and uh, that's what made them so valuable. So I'm always looking for rare stuff. Like, you know, this 2,000 copies were made. That's it. Yeah. And you got three of them. Yeah. No, you have, yeah, you got three of them there. Yeah. I mean, he got, yeah. A couple more, you can hold 10% of it, man. I good. can't anymore because they went crazy now. So, oh. well, kind of crazy, but you just can't even, there's nothing. There's nothing available. So... <laughs> But you know, you could look in any kind of thing, and you could find some cool grail. You know, yeah, very cool. Thanks, no problem, cool. dude. This is this has been great. Uh, <laughs> it's a little, it's been a little over, but dude, it's it's crazy the the collection you have. It's uh, um, maybe well, not much without being able to share with you guys. No, yeah, no, and we appreciate all the backstory and stuff. I mean, obviously, you're a a connoisseur when it comes to timely <laughs> comics. Obviously, I mean, you know a lot about it. So, but. With that, we're going to end it out, and then uh, obviously we want to thank Mike, and uh, obviously Thanks. I always want to thank James, and next next week, who knows, maybe somebody else will come on, because i got to fly out to... Uh, yeah, to, you'll get those real... Oh, I, won't, I won't be available next week either, so... Oh, boy, we might we might have a, a two-spot guester. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, maybe maybe I give the keys of the castle to somebody, and we... Oh, boy, <laughs> I can't wait, so... All right, boys, we appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, no problem, and Mike, you're more than welcome. Oh, the question I always ask everybody, are you, are you since you're in Seattle, but are you going to come to Baltimore this year? No, no, I'm okay. not. Uh, okay. I'm traveling for a while, but, okay. uh, you know, I'm broke. I got to buy all this. Well, you, hey, I got you. Hey, man, you know, <laughs> hey, you know I'll, I'll buy your plane ticket and you can give me a traveling <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I you do, want to bring I, that, I know we'll all hang out someday. That's going to be yeah. really fun. If you want to bring that exact setup behind you to Baltimore, I will pay for the booth. <laughs> oh, wow. You can set up and sell those. Wow. Oh boy, could be a hard pass, I think. So we I would uh, have a heart attack on the plane with all that stuff. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, all right, boys, we appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Take see care, you guys. Later. See you guys. Thanks.